What's good, everybody? It's your boy Hans. And this is Tristan. <laughs> Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. That was new. Man, that was very new. We appreciate you joining us for yet another fun-filled episode of the Hans and Tristan podcast. Tristan, this is going to be another episode where we're in your wheelhouse, your area. Yes, your area of expertise. Um, I can't think of any other synonyms or words to, to make it, but this is your area, but I'm excited about it because, um, I think this is something that really happens commonly and, and I really do. I think it happens a lot out here. I really think it happens a lot out here. Because, I do too, because I've seen so many chicks like reposting, like, and I'm like, uh, and then, uh, uh, right. I don't right. like it, but I'm gonna let you introduce it first before I start going in. Right. So um, as I was going, scrolling and scrolling through social media, I saw via the shade room <laughs> that a um, basically Portia, who is on Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. she basically announced that she was in a relationship with She's this- engaged engaged well i saw the i saw the relationship announcement first (laughs) then i saw the engagement announcement shortly after but nonetheless um to this gentleman by the name of simon i think is his name i don't know he who has no name that's what it is i think it's Simon because he makes money and i need to figure out how he makes his money but anywho he um is (laughs) the husband of her quote-unquote friend and also fellow castmate oh, exactly in the show uh what's her name fallon uh, fallon fallon and that just screams all types of messy but what i did find interesting though was Portia in her Instagram or whatever social media post she made it clear that she wasn't friends with castmate <laughs> See, here's my thing, right? Like, <laughs> cut the shit at the end of the day, right? Um, honey, I'm on your Instagram, okay? So you posting pictures of us out and everything else. Like, I invited you to my house. And even for me, right? Even if it is only related to the actual show, you still met my husband, and he's still her current husband through me. Because you came in my house and I introduce you to my husband as my husband, right? So to me, that's messy as fuck. Because if you met this man through me and me and you are cool, you can't sit here and now try to downplay any dynamic we've had prior to just to justify your actions. Okay, let's start there. Be a big girl. Just say you a bitch. You don't give a fuck. And you're going to go after what you want. I can respect that a lot more than a motherfucker trying to downplay some shit, right? Then on top of that, Bitch, I ain't even divorced yet. Like, me and him still married. So how are you swooping in and getting well, engaged? According to dude, he says their divorce was finalized in January. That's what he's saying. And according what to I, her, it ain't. What I'm having issue reconciling is 
we know the natural progression of relationships and how things generally go, right? Mm -hmm. You can't tell me, because we're in the month of May right now, right? We're in the month of May, that right after March is when you started, right after January is right Mm -hmm. when you started talking, developing, and like things don't move that fast. Like things don't, you've had to have been in some type of contact or some form of a relationship while she was still his wife. And and that's my thing, right? Like, so you're being messy, dude. Like, and on top of that, Portia is condoning your messiness because she just wants a husband and she wants a rich husband. That's it. This woman has been married, divorced, engaged, baby daddy, did it. Like, she's been up and down, left and right, sideways, right? And I think me and her are the same age. Like, girl, fuck, slow down. Wait, but- she's... She's had more than one husband before, or? I think she's been, this. she had one husband. That's how she originally got on the show. And then they got a divorce. And then she, I think, was engaged to her baby daddy, but they didn't get married. And now this motherfucker. Oh, okay. So, regardless of the fact, I just feel like it's too many dudes out here for you to have to do this. Right? Like, I listen, as a single woman in Atlanta, I understand. Okay? Pick <laughs> the slim. Especially when you're looking for somebody in a certain tax bracket. I totally get it. Like, where are they hiding? I don't know. But at That's the end of the day, you got to have some cooth in class. Because as my mama say, the same way you get a nigga, the same way you lose them. Right. And that was actually going to be my next question to you. Do you think the fact that he was in a tax bracket and familiar with the type of lifestyle that she wants or currently lives? She's easy, babe. Right. It made it easy for her to kind of like still go there. It's like an easy, you know, low hanging fruit. So, okay, dude should already know the type of lifestyle I want in the man. He's in this world. He's in this, you know, kind of enter pseudo entertainment because he's not entertainment really but he deals with you get what i'm saying like pseudo entertainment world so this is easy this is an easy plug and play kind of situation you think is that what she was really thinking like yo this is plug and play rather than for you know altruistic reasons like you know love compassion oh i just think i should do love but i think for him (laughs) it was an easy transition because it's just like a man with money that's just easy, especially when you know like it's so many women that are going to get with you because you have money. It ain't because he dropped that gorgeous, like you said. It ain't for love. It ain't because he got a six pack. It's because he has. Oh, money. he is far from six. Yeah, it's, it's because yeah, he had definitely has a keg, but it's because he has money. So See? for me, it's just like Portia, you really look like a fucking bird because you everyone knows your strategy and your trends. Like, so you really think this motherfucker ain't gonna leave you? Are you that on hard times that you really got to like drop all morals and values? And I hate women like that. Like that shit irks my fucking nerves, right? It's so many fucking females I know who do foul shit like this. It's like, you're so hell bent on getting a nigga that you don't give a fuck about who you cross and who you step on and who you step in the back in the process. Mm. And to me, it's just like, that's foul and fucked up. And it says a lot about your morals, characters and values. And on top of that, you're raising a child. Like, so what you going, what, what you going to tell your baby? Mm. So let me see this. Was there any way, right? Was there any way she could have gone about this in the right way? I guess what I'm saying is, let's say, even though we, you don't believe this and neither do I, 
let's say there was an actual genuine interest there, right? And let's say they were actually going through the process of a divorce or anything. Was there a right way, in fact, if there was genuine interest and love between them for her to go about being with this man? Or is this man completely off limits because he was your friend's husband? He's off limits, period. And even if it's not your friend's husband, and for me, even if it's an associate's husband and I met you through the associate, like you're still off limits, right? Like, I don't think there's a shortage of men where you have to start again, stepping on the people that are in your circle to get to these niggas. So like, even with me, like I have high disdain for Alicia Keys just because of that whole situation that <laughs> transpired. Right. And to me, I just feel like women are so easily swayed into certain situations because they're believing whatever the man tells them. And they're so hell bent on what they want that they will accept those lies they will accept the smoking mirrors they will accept all that shit and it's just like so you're willing to destroy your character just to say i got a husband but what if she waited until it was over is it okay then or no no absolutely not like you don't like girl code you don't fuck with your (laughs) friends niggas period and i've seen so many females like oh yeah i'm missing out because at the end of the day if that's your soulmate what soulmate why would that be my soulmate if I'm sitting here listening to my homegirl tell me about this nigga and all the things he's doing and the whole time I'm just like girl fuck him da, 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 and then next month I'm with the nigga come on now like that's fucked up and then what makes me like cringe is the fact that like so was the whole time y'all was like checking for each other that's what I'm saying the timing is what gets me because if we're honest marriages are different than other regular relationships right that they're more involved, they're more, you know, intrusive in each other's personal lives, like you're literally merging two households together, with the idea of it being permanent that way, right? So you make terminal decisions. So at the end of the day, it's not as trivial as a fling or you know what I'm saying, like some dude you just had a one nighter with or whatever that you don't you don't really care about. This is somebody you probably even had kids with. You get what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, I think precaution should have been taken for the respect of that but like you said the mindset of people in that atmosphere sometimes or in that world is like i gotta get over and i gotta stay relevant and be on top and if somebody is willing to provide the resources financially for me to continue to live this lifestyle to continue to be relevant then that means more important to me than this pseudo friendship or whatever you want to call it um but for those who are not in that celebrity whatever world right i do wonder though like how would they go about handling that situation because if i'm real and honest i think this happens you know this happens on the regular surface level right people be poaching people's husbands and wives all the time but i've seen cases where a marriage has failed right but it's been years. Does that make sense? So like they've been divorced and they've gone to separate ways or in different relationships. And, you know, the friend group ends up getting together with the other person's ex-mate and it works out. So I guess what I'm saying is, is it timing that's making this wrong? Mm-mm. Or is it just wrong from the jump because Mm-mm. it's a perceived friend? Let me tell you something. I've had my friends, associates, whomever, like, 
their ex-boyfriends, ex-husbands, like hit me up after they break up. And I'm like, no, fuck no. Like, no, no, my nigga, no. Why would you even think that would be okay? Like, no, like, I don't care how long it is. The fact Mm -hmm. is like, one, I met you through my homegirl or my friend or my coworker or whomever. That's how I met you, right? And I still have a relationship with this individual. So why would I jeopardize that relationship and my character for you? Because you're showing me the fact that you're even approaching me. You're showing me you're messy. You're a messy ass nigga. And if you could do that to your ex, why would I not presume you would do that to me? Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no way in hell because who finna be watching a nigga to see if he motherfucking checking out your homegirls and shit? Not tripping. <laughs> Okay. No. So for you in the back of your mind, it's still going to be like you were willing to cross that boundary. So what makes, you know, what makes me think you won't cross it with me as well. So I get Listen. it. And, and on top of that, like the only time I've actually seen this work, I'm gonna be honest with you, is in the geriatric community. OK, because, but that's what I'm saying. I've but, seen it work in the older community. Right. Like, but seen it work. they like 70, 80. OK. <laughs> I'm not Pick gonna say a that. Slim. But. <laughs> Pick is a slim. I've, I mean, I, that's the only thing I can think of is where it actually works in a geriatric community because I've seen it, especially when you're like in senior living communities and stuff like that. Y'all, y'all are close knit. So when one person dies, and you know the, the old ladies kind of swoop in. So it, it's different in that dynamic. I still don't think it's okay. Me personally, even in death. The the vows say till death do us part. We parted like. So here's my thing, right? You you marry me, and then I die, and right. then I go to heaven, right? And then you marry somebody else, and mm-hmm. she die, and then you die. Mm-hmm. Who your wife in heaven? You gotta read your Bible. Then school me. Who is it? <laughs> so. Um, the school of thought is there's not going to be that relationship as we see it right there in heaven. There's not going to be husband and wives like that in heaven. So you telling me I go back to being single because I'm dead? No. You ain't going to be doing the worldly things you're doing out there in heaven. It don't matter. Maybe I want to go, you know, walk down <laughs> a, a cloud or something. Maybe I want to go chilling. Like, I don't know. I can't do that with my earthly husband because now we ain't got the same dynamic. It's not that you can't do it. You can do it, but you don't have, you won't have the relationship ties like you have it down here in heaven, which is, that's that's what the schooling is. That's what the, the prevailing topic is. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I ain't going for it. Okay. You ain't going for it. you're my husband and you come to heaven and you got some other troll up behind you because you done married. Like, what is we doing? We not you doing died. it. You died. So if you get married, right and you got you pass away naturally of natural causes at the ripe old age of 99 you want your husband to stay single for the rest of his life or die with me what you doing because <laughs> if you don't die shortly after me you ain't love me for real okay so let's flip it your husband dies you staying single i can stay unmarried Ah, see, that's not the same, Tristan. That's not the same. See, I'm just saying. See? At the end of the day, what is we doing? You won't doing? get married, but you'll you'll be yeah. What what we doing? Because I don't understand it. So you got two. So now we sister wives up in heaven. I don't think God likes that. 
it's different up in heaven. We're all going to be brothers and sisters. It's going to be great. It's, you ain't got, you won't be worried about that in heaven. You don't know. You're going to be worried about who taking down your man. And her we ain't got time for that foolishness. We don't been through that in earth. That's earthly thinking, Tristan. See, that's, that's what I said. Thinking. Don't bury me. You better cremate me because I need to see what's going on up <laughs> in my house. Put me on a mantle. Don't put me out no cold graveyard by myself when you only going to come visit me once a year. No. Uh-uh. You want to be present in the house. I want to be in the house. I need to see everything. I need to see what's going on. Who this person? Why they here? Where my grandbaby's at? Okay, open up gifts. Like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You bring, but here's a um, here's a point I want to bring up too. This to me brings up a fundamental, fundamental concept in relationships, especially marriages, that we often throw away to the wayside. And actually, we promote the opposite. Um when you're in a relationship like a marriage, like a marriage, I'm speaking about a marriage, you no longer just have your friends. Does that make sense? Like your friends are no longer just your friends. Your oh, yeah. friends. You know, I know because your wife I know is you my know. BFF now. Like. Right. So like your friends, that's your wife's friends as well or your husband's friends as well. And God forbid, if they don't get along, Hey man, I'm sorry, but that friendship is either going to be a distant friendship <laughs> or it's no longer going to be a friendship because the priority is your relationship, I right? I totally agree. So I think that fundamental part of a marriage is often cast aside because think about it. Every TV show or movie you see, yeah, she got her friend, she's chilling or she got da da da. Like, that's not how it is in real life. Mm-mm. If I have a friend that Ty looks at sideways or doesn't approve of, you know what I'm up to? Damn, well, this ain't going to work out. That's just what it is because exactly. what this friendship is not going to do is cause friction in my marriage. Same thing with her. So if there's a homegirl who don't like me for some reason or whatever, well, guess we ain't friends no more. That's but that's real, though, because all the married couples I know, I became friends with the other counterpart as well, Right. And I, I totally agree with that dynamic that you have to adopt, you know, because you're meshing to, like you said, you're meshing two worlds. So yeah, we're now friends. So going back to the whole Portia thing. So she might adopted that same thing thinking that, oh, my girls ain't going to do this. My man ain't going to do this. And now, now look at you. You about to be a sister wife. Right. But before then too, you also have to, you know, set boundaries with your husband like don't be trying to snipe my um <laughs> my friends like unless you guys are into that but unless you're into that listen, thing is like if you're you, into that then that's you shouldn't fine. even that's have to tell me. your man that right i get it i get it you shouldn't but like you know if hey. i tell you don't push up on my friends nigga i'm gonna dot your goddamn eye don't don't embarrass <laughs> me like that don't you ever in your, that's my biggest nah, that's thing that's the worst don't thing don't fucking embarrass me thing. don't no. embarrass me because i'm i'm real like that like even with me having a teenage daughter, right? I'm real particular about who I allow in my house because I ain't gonna have nobody in here who'll be checking on my motherfucking daughter because nigga, whole backyard, I will bury your ass with no, no motherfucking problems. Done. That is such a real statement though, because at the end of the day, like I hate to say it, but dudes are predators sometimes. And you really have to be mindful of that. You as a grown woman have to be mindful of these grown men looking at your daughter some type of way. So and that's the thing is like niggas don't have like when you and we we've had this conversation like when you are a narcissist you don't have relationships you have victims 
And that's just mm-hmm. what it boils down to. Like these people are your victims and you use them and then you spit them out and you move on to the next victim. And I just wish more people would. And the thing is like when you're doing like they're very charming and they're, you know, like they pull you into that stupid shit. But as individuals, men and women, because we're not going to act like they're not women narcissists out here. Like right. you have to be mindful of, like you said, those boundaries and understanding your boundaries and your triggers and being willing to walk away. That's the hardest part for a lot of people is being willing to walk away when someone violates your boundaries. Like, nah, fuck that. But sometimes we think like, yo, I put too much time and energy into the situation. Like, I'm not going to just give up that easily. You know me. I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck you. I'm out. Like, no. But again, like you said, being aware of your relationship and your dynamic and then who you invite into your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, having those friends, you're still inviting them into your home and your relationship and your marriage. And not, you know, deeply in, but they still have access. And right. that accessibility can be a good thing or a bad thing. No, that's facts. And I love what you said that uh, about people feeling like they put so much time into this friendship or relationship or whatever and not willing to make amends sacrifice or even break it for your marriage like to me that's a misappropriation of priorities right because then what you're saying is then this friendship right that you've put so much time into is of the same level of this marriage right and i hate to say it but But it's not it's not it really isn't so and if one is potentially jeopardizing the other you're going to have to really figure this out and I, I, I understand people who have been in relationships for decades, but this might be one of the real statements you ever heard, but relationships expire as well. Even the ones you've been in for decades, it's like they expire, they have an expiration date or they change. That's just the, that's just the, that's natu- the, nature. the nature of things. And I think, and I think having a child and getting married are two major life events that do change the dynamic of your friendship. friendships definitely and, yes and it boils that like it's it says a lot and a lot of friendships don't last especially when you have like i know for me i had my daughter when i was 21 right so i was still an undergrad so like even on my line sisters they going to miami they going to bahamas they going here they going there and i'm in the house breastfeeding and shit you know what i'm saying like looking at all their pictures i'm like god damn it you know but mm-hmm. understanding that some relationships don't survive that because now I'm a mom. So my turn up is a little different because I can't drink because now I'm breastfeeding. You know what I'm saying? Right. Back then they didn't have all these machines where you could check the alcohol <laughs> and, and get, you know, your milk and shit. They ain't had it. You pump and you dump it. Period. That's it. Pump and dump. That's it. So understanding that, understanding my priorities was, you know, my child and plays and you know school events and gymnastics and blah 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 and to someone who is a single woman that might not be appealing but my friends who supported me they're still my friends now 16 17 years later you know what i'm saying because they supported me understanding that that shift of me as a person also shifted our relationship and they were willing to shift with me that that's it right there they're willing to shift with you and also by doing that they're also investing in that relationship as well too they're supporting you as a mother and they are helping you to strengthen that bond with you know with your daughter and helping out whenever they can or you know and and 
planning things accordingly so it doesn't make life harder for you. Because that is initially in my eyes an investment. Like you're also investing in this relationship just like I am as well. And I'm not going to lie, like that's, it's definitely happened for me. Like my relationships have shifted um, as, you know, I became a married man. Like that's just the nature of things. Certain things like, yo, yeah, yo, I'm, I gotta go home to my wife. It's not that like I have to. It's like I'm considerate of this woman, like right. spending my life with her. So yeah, I kind of actually sure. like being around my wife. Like what the right? Fuck? Yeah, you know she's dope. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I go home. Like I'll give you a perfect example. <sighs> man, Tristan, there's so many ways we could go with the story. Perfect example, man. I stepped on the court for the first time in over a year. Good child. Listen, so wife had a workout class that she wanted to go to, right? We we're spending in time. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted to just cuddle in bed, right? But I understand, you know, she's on this fitness. She's, she wants to get healthier. And I want to support her in that. So she's like, yeah, I got to go to this class. I make no fuss. Yes, I wanted my wife to stay in bed and cuddle. I did. But I support her. I was like, cool. She kind of knew that. She's like, cool. She's like, hey, just come with me. I was like, oh, I ain't trying to work out. I was like, all right, I'll come. Let's go. Let's go. We'll go. It's important. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I'm going, right? So I didn't go to the class, but we went to the gym. It's together. I'm in the same vicinity or whatever. So I'm working out and I was like, yo, let me step on this court, man. It's not crowded or whatever. I get on this court. You know my love for ball. So I'm having fun. You know, granted, I'm rusty as hell. My body's saying, hey, son, what are you doing right now? Like, what you want to do, your body ain't doing, son. You know? What we doing? (laughs) Right, I'm talking. By that time, you know, time flies, right? Her workout is done. She comes in. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, babe? She was like, yo. Um, she's like, I'm done. I said, okay, cool. Um, bet. I, I was like, yo, just give me like five more minutes. I'm done. She's like, okay, cool. She's like, I'm going to go to the sauna. Boom. So I'm balling, whatever. She texts me. She's like, I'm out, whatever. And she comes. The old Hans would have finished. Would have been like, yo, I'm on this roll. I'm doing it. But that's my wife right there. And what I love about her is like, she understood what it was. And she was still supportive. But also was like, yo, I will always have an opportunity to do that. You feel me? Like, I'll always have an opportunity to ball. Like, this means more like, all right, baby, you better go. Let's go. Hey, fellas, it's good. I'll holla at y'all. We're out. So it, to me, I, I say this long-winded example of the adjustments and shifts that you have to make daily, not only in your relationship as a couple, as a husband, wife, whatever it is, but your personal life has to shift as well. And that means everything in your personal life has to shift. Mm-hmm. Even my relationship with my parents that has to shift. Mm-hmm. Like I'm my the, mom's the, only the ranking is different now. Yeah, right. I'm my mom's only biological son. You get what I'm saying? Like uh, I'm I'm the boy. That's it. You feel me? So I check in with my mom. So even doing that though, that has to be different. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, and she understands that too. She's like, you got a wife, go on to your wife. Like, oh, here's something for you and your wife. Like everybody respects the role that your wife has but you in your know life. why they respect it because you require them to and that's and that's what i was gonna say because we put up these boundaries and reinforce these boundaries to say yo you're not just gonna nod me you're gonna nod me and my wife mm-hmm. um what's his name um is it omari hodrick power i don't know i don't even know who that is the dude that plays power ghost oh okay yeah. <laughs> He um he had an interesting tidbit. Um, he was having dinner with his wife and he got upset at somebody because they approached him and didn't acknowledge his wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that it's that mentality. Like everything we do, I need you to acknowledge like this this relationship is going on here. And I don't think like they had that, the example we're using. Like, I don't think dude had that, but clearly he didn't have it because he went after Portia. But <laughs> 
I also don't think that um, she surrounded herself with people who were true to that and who understood that. And, and that's the thing, understanding that, like you said, part of that boundary is, yo, you're letting people in your house who don't have your best interest. And you let them in your home, right? Like, I don't yeah. know fuck how much you want to show off your house. It's certain niggas who will never cross this fucking threshold. It's certain motherfuckers that are my blood relatives who can never even know where I live, right? But yes. understanding that requirement, like, and I'll give you an example even from my perspective, like with Genesis, like, same example. Like, everyone who did that shift with me now has their own individual relationship with my child. Hell, even you. Like, when she pissed mm-hmm. on the mission, call you, text you in a minute. So <laughs> understanding that it's a package deal, but when you present it as such, then people respect it. And that's how they get that inclusive relationship. And it's the same thing with my daughter and her relationship. She won't have a boyfriend who ain't cool with me. And I'm not saying cool like, oh, we got BBFF, but you're not going, it's just certain things she won't allow, right? And that's, I think that's, that's it what, right there. And I think that's what more people have to be mindful of, not hoping that these boundaries are in place and hoping that respect is in place, but requiring and demanding that it's in place. Because certain shit like this don't happen if you set a certain standard. Fuck with me yeah. if you want to. I just <laughs> hold bitch up. Like. No, that's a fact. Like, you got to set that in your relationship early on. That's not something that also happens, like, after you get married. No, you do that along the way. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have to set those standards. And that's not to say, so when I say, like, my wife friends are my friends, that doesn't mean, like, I'm chill, chill, and buddy-buddy with them. No, that's not what it is. What it is is exactly what Tristan said. They go on a girl's night or whatever, but they understand like, yo, she ain't going to do nothing too reckless to, you know, disrespect the relationship we got going on here. And it also means like she's going to check in with me and check in with me, not like ask permission, but like, yo, hey, I'm going. The girls want to go out there. Did you want to do something like what we have going on is priority? Meaning, let me check to see if maybe he wanted to do something, you know, Mm because I got to cater to that first. Oh, we ain't got nothing planned. Bet. You know what I'm but saying? Also I got... being real, right? Like those friends, when they have a relationship with that counterpart, they also keep that spouse in line. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying in line, like, oh, you got to check them or whatever, but it's many times like with your wife, like when I've had my relationship and shit or whatever, I'm like, fuck this, fuck that. She's like, now Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just being able to have that person who actually genuinely cares about your relationship. So when you and your partner are at odds, their best interest is to get y'all back in a good space and that mm-hmm. goes a long way and i tell people that all the time it's like when i if, if i ever get to the point of having a wedding which i would love to have like i ain't gonna have a million niggas i'm gonna have niggas i know that's really down to keep this relationship and this marriage intact by any means mm-hmm. and that's just what it boils down to because like you said that support goes a long way facts but right. yeah, you can't just have willy nilly motherfuckers all up in your all up in your shit and all up around your man and shit and da-da-da. and your man like mm-mm, mm-mm. and if I gotta keep my friends away from my man, you can't be my man. No, that's facts. Like that's just that's too facts. much. It's like I if I got you got Roma eyes and shit, like ain't nobody trying to deal with that. And on top of that, if you don't require people to respect your counterpart, and if you are dismissive of your counterpart and you are neglectful, then people are gonna treat that counterpart the same exact way. Facts. And I'll be there. It won't be Tristan. Well, guys, appreciate you for joining us. Let us know what you think. Was Portia in the right? Was she in the wrong? Is that there... bitch wrong as fuck. <laughs> Did she violate girl code? Yeah. Do you believe in that? Who knows? Let us know what you think. As always, guys, you can definitely listen to the Hans and Tristan podcast, wherever podcasts are available. Download, stream. Let us know what you think. 
hit us up on our social media or on IG as the Hansa Tristan Podcast. Also, YouTube, we post our videos on YouTube here and there. We have a bunch of, of them on there as well. So hit us up, look at our pretty faces. Um, Tristan got the natural hair, rocking it, looking good with the natural hair, the curls. It won't be like this long. Oh, here she go. Check us out on YouTube. The YouTube channel is Hansa Tristan Podcast. We appreciate, guys, all the support. We love you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.